Embrace the Day with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. It was a very mixed budget yesterday. There were some big wins and there were some losers. It looks overall as if uh, Lake Macquarie did pretty well out of the budget. We obviously didn't see anything for the Broadmeadow Sports Precinct, which was uh, much hoped for. But we do have some big ones out uh, out around the lake, and uh, it is uh, it is great news. Whilst ever we can get some some funds back here, it is uh, it's always a good story, isn't it? Joining me on the line now is the Lake Macquarie Independent MP Greg Piper. Good morning, Greg. You must be a happy man this morning. Uh, good morning, Tracy. Look, I'm certainly not unhappy, uh, as I uh, and I think you've alluded to. Uh, there's uh, winners and losers in budgets. It's always been thus, and. Uh, and my my job is to try and make sure that we uh, stay on the, uh, the the positive side of the uh, that line. And often it's not the case. Often we're uh, either a bit behind or, uh, or or neutral. But I've been working hard to try and get some uh, uh, emphasis on some um, infrastructure that's needed. Uh, in particular, uh, there's certainly things <laughs> if people wanted to go on about that uh, we haven't got. Mm. But but. You know, I, I try and be positive. You know, um, not whether it's through the state, federal, or even local council. Not everything can be fixed in one budget. Mm. Um, so let's let's be positive about it. And uh, so Lake Macquarie, we have done pretty well. We certainly have. Um, do you think that is? I mean, obviously, we know the outcome of the federal election. We know that people are uh, are well and truly turning off the Liberal Party. Do you see this as a uh, as a bit of a pre-election budget to uh, to sweeten up the the independents and to to make people not think too badly of the Perrottet government? Well, yes, <laughs> you you could you not could discount, say that <laughs> you couldn't discount it. Let me put it mm. that way. Uh, can I just say, with uh, the treasurer, however, this is very much um, Matt Keane. This is this is this is who he is. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say it's where he was when he came into Parliament. Uh, in 2011, but he, he's, he's, he's grown. He's grown into the job. He's uh, he's uh, now married. He's got children. I think he's he's, he's broadened his uh, thinking to uh, uh, a whole range of things, and the, the way he's been engaging with issues around uh, uh, women uh, mm. in, in society, in our community, uh, children, and of course. Um, you know, they, they go hand in glove and you know, the, the measures that have gone into this budget to assist with additional uh, childcare and um, you know uh, measures to allow women not not to go to work but to have a, have options mm. of what they do in their life and of course you know the government is hoping that many do take up those opportunities to return to work or return to education. And I think that that's great. I, I, I really do. So there's, there's some really good, um, you know, what I would call intergenerational um, you know, social justice mm-hmm. uh, measures in there. And uh, I, uh, I think that that is truly who Matt Keane is. With um, the fact that there's a, an election coming up, Sure. Uh, Don Perrottet would not have come into that job following Gladys Berejiklian with uh, the, most of the community backing him as a future, you know, a, to be re-elected mm. as the Premier. And, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's working hard to try and turn that around. Um, so I'm sure there was some consideration of that. But, look, let's take um, 
what we what we can. Yeah, and definitely. This, as I Let's say, enjoy it. There's, some, there's some really big uh, measures in there. Let's make sure, uh, hopefully, hope that they are long lived mm-hmm. and that the uh, intentions of them uh, bear fruit. Before we hone down into Lake Macquarie, Greg, you must have been pleased with the uh, this significant boost to funding for palliative care. Oh, wasn't it wonderful? Mm. Um, uh, during the debate uh, on the assisted dying bill, the Premier made it uh, very clear that he was opposed to this and he, he made a, quite a very passionate speech, uh, made his speech uh, about he feels that uh, he and, and the government have failed. You know, the fact that this bill was there shows that there has been a failure to um, deliver the palliative care that we need. I think he's wrong on that. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he was right in that there had been a failure to invest appropriately in palliative care. But he, he was he was wrong in that all the palliative care in the world does not address the fact that palliative care cannot assist some people. So we really do need both. And, and the advocates for assisted dying always supported more palliative care. So to have some $700 million uh, come in, uh, into um, the, the system is, is fantastic. And I hope that that uh, flows into the regions, uh, those areas where, where people really do struggle to access um, palliative care, particularly uh, uh, palliative care um, within their home. Mm. And uh, it's which is one of the, the, the nicest ways for palliative care to be delivered for many people. Oh, look, absolutely. You know, if, if you could have your perfect way to go, you'd, you'd go to sleep. You, you'd close your eyes, go to sleep in your own bed in your yep. own home. Ab- absolutely. That's, that's the perfect scenario, isn't it? Where are we up to with the voluntary assisted dying? I know it's passed, but where are we at right now? Well, we're uh, basically uh, it's with uh, health, I believe, and, and, and possibly with... Uh, um, uh, the, um, the Attorney General just looking at some of the uh, provisions that uh, have to be put in place for it to be enacted because there was a, an 18-month delay that built into the legislation to allow for the system to be developed up. Mm-hmm. So all the, the protocols um, and uh, systems have to be now developed. Uh, we have to have um, people recruited who wish to uh, participate to be able to um, assist with, you know, right through from uh, nurses and medical practitioners, but also I'm sure uh, there'll be some uh, you know, legal uh, uh, understandings that have to be developed up. Um, but we're we're on schedule, Tracy, for it to be enacted and, and accessible from 18 months from the uh, ascent, which came soon after I. I have the great honour of uh, not only having been a co-author, co-sponsor of the bill, but as the assistant speaker, I had to sign the bill as as an accurate record for for transmission to the governor uh, for assent, and uh, that came back within days. So... um, You've got, you've got me all tearing up here, Greg, because I know how much yeah. this means to you. I, I know intimately how, how important this bill oh, is it, and it was, was to it, you. It was, and it was just an amazing confluence uh, there that, you know, not only was I involved in the drafting and the debate and all that process, but at the very end of it, uh, I had the, that uh, responsibility in, in my role here 
in the Parliament of actually signing the bill. That, that, that is actually a role I have for all bills. I'm the, the first person. I have to sign them off for transmission to the Governor. Well, it was just uh, it was quite surreal, I have to say. But I do know that it was only a matter of days and uh, the, the, um, the Governor had uh, assented to the bill. So it's, it's, it's all in play, Tracy, and I, I hope that, um, you know, um, that um, there's no hiccups in the, mm. in the delivery. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. We're talking with uh, late Macquarie Independent uh, State MP Greg Piper. Greg, let's get on to the budget. There's uh, $1.6 million for social housing upgrades. That's desperately needed here, in particular the areas out out around Windale. Um, We've got uh, more money towards the widening of Hillsborough Road at uh, at Hillsborough. We've got money to install traffic metering lights at Spears Point Roundabout. There's some big big infrastructure projects that, uh, that have got funded. Well, there are, and uh, I to say the uh, $35 million, uh, the widening uh, of Hillsborough Road, that's been coming for a long time, mm-hmm. and I just want to acknowledge my um, uh, colleague, the parliamentary colleague, the member for Charleston, Jody Harrison. Jody and I have been uh, arguing for this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually did get $35 million into the um, budget, uh, last year, so this is a uh, further $1.3 million, but it is about to proceed so that they're going to the consultation, yeah, consultation with the community about how it will work, getting feedback on that, but that's a really good thing. Uh, one that I was really pleased to do, and I uh, have to say I did go to the Treasurer and I spent quite a bit of time just emphasising, mate, I, I need this, this is one that has not been in the pipeline with transport, but it is the um, uh, critical problem we're having now at the uh, roundabout at Spears Point, the uh, the, the uh, Five Islands Road mm. and the Esplanade intersection, and uh, it's, it's obviously now failing for a large part of the day, even on weekends. And uh, there is a relatively simple solution, which is metered traffic lights. They just they just provide a break. <laughs> that actually doesn't need much of a break to actually allow the traffic to flow. But um, the way it works now, um, it, it's just failing. And so uh, metered traffic lights are, are used in other locations around the area, well known at Jasmine. So I was really pleased because that one uh, came fairly late in, in the, the um, in the process, mm-hmm. but I got the five, five million dollars in there. Uh, and um, Tracy, I think we've probably discussed before the um, motor bay sports yes. rec centre and yes. the replacement. That's um, the big one. Congratulations! It's 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 wonderful to have money actually uh, put forward. So for five million dollars, the office of sport uh, um, have. They've either just appointed or, 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 um, or um, about to a project manager for that. Uh, so that's all progressing, and we have to have a, a community consultation on what that will look like and what they can deliver very soon. But the, it's a um, round about $40 million. You know, state, what I'm going to say is stage one because I don't agree that um, it's a build and, and, and move along and forget. Mm. I think the, the site has a lot of potential. But uh, they, this office sport have that agreement now of Origin Energy, so they actually have the money there, and something happening. It means it's going to happen, and people can take uh, heart in that. But there's there's quite a few really good uh, projects that are coming out of this, and um, 
uh, no, it's, uh, it's um, in the big scheme of things, it's uh, it's minor. But in uh, terms of our local Aboriginal land council, say Birriban Aboriginal land council, um, in my area, they're they're really an excellent organisation. I, I I think they're doing a fabulous job. But they uh, secured seven hundred eighty-six thousand dollars towards establishing their a community centre. And um, I think that's, that's, that's going to be a great, a great mm. investment. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? You know, we, we hear about these million-dollar projects, but, you know, what, what really matters to the community are those $786,000 projects. And, uh, you know, it, it really is uh, quite phenomenal. Now, the final one I just wanted to ask you about, uh, Greg, there's $4 million for uh, Blade Vault Production Facility, which is from the Regional Job Creation Fund. What's that one all about? Okay, well, this is a, uh, a company who operate out of the uh, Cardiff Industrial Estate. I have um, visited this uh, in the past. They've uh, worked with uh, uh, Lake Macquarie uh, City Council's uh, economic development arm, uh, Dantia, in the past, and uh, uh, certainly it's been brought to the attention of the... Um, well, the new trade commissioner, John. <laughs> I won't mention that. I was going to say, let's not go near that one. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we don't that. have time let's to talk about I, that one. <laughs> sorry, I should say, I should say the, form, the former uh, deputy, deputy premier, yeah, let's go John Barrowlara, yes. uh, and um, you know, talking about the potential. It's a, it's a, um, a, a bespoke or proprietary uh, um, battery system that they have developed um, with these battery packs and uh, I think it's a, a great uh, investment in, uh, in that particular uh, company that's so um, really really just backing in you know uh, innovators in uh, in new technology uh, for uh, and, and if, they, uh, if you look at the Cardiff industrial area it actually punches way beyond its mm-hmm. weight and way beyond what people realise it's one of the biggest uh, and uh, densest employment hubs in the region. But most people in the region probably don't realise that there's some fabulous uh, uh, technology being developed in there. Absolutely. Well, listen, congratulations. It, it, it's a great budget. It's not everything that we wanted, but, you know, we can never get everything that we want. Uh, if uh, if that happened, uh, the, the country would be broke, but that's okay. Someone's got to, got to hold those purse strings. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you for all of the work you've done, uh, um, in particular the Myuna Bay, you know, uh, having that, that whole process finally moving forward and happening and moving to a new facility. It's uh, it's great for uh, for that side of the lake, and it really is just incredible what's going out there on out there at Morissette at the moment. There's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. There's a really there's a lot happening, and, uh, and to tell you the truth, we need to manage that, and but we need to take the opportunities to uh, to prepare for the, uh, the impacts that will come with the uh, closure of, uh, of the Araring power mm-hmm. station. Uh, at some stage, I'm not going to say August 25, but they could mm-hmm. close August 25, and uh, of course, um, there's uh, there's always. Um, you know, going to be change in the future with uh, mining. So these are the big employment uh, uh, operations. So we need to um, broaden our economy, mm-hmm. as we do across the Hunter, if I can put it that way. Yeah. We need to be prepared for changes. It's coming. It's yep. com- I, I think the energy issue that's gone on the last fortnight, it's shown us that uh, not only is it co- it's coming, it's here, and diversification yep. is essential. Thanks so much for your time, Greg. I really you, appreciate Tracy. it. Uh, you stay safe out there. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thank mate. You. Bye-bye.
That is Greg Piper, who is the state MP for Lake Macquarie, the independent state MP, and it really is a, a great budget. As I said, there's some uh, some significant funding for palliative care. There is uh, a lot of money that's going towards infrastructure out there, in particular that Mandalong Road between the M1 interchange, uh, the amount of uh, tourist infrastructure that is going on out in Morissette, and I have regular conversations with uh, our managing editor, Dan Beasley, about exactly what the potential is out there at Morissette. And uh, we need the infrastructure behind it because if we don't have the infrastructure, we can't make it work. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. With over nine decades of combined media experience, Tracy Mack and Michael Blacksland bring you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from nine, only on Newcastle Live.